Hey everybody, this is your boy Mo, and you are now tuning in to End the Know with Mo on the Anchor app. If you guys want to make your own podcast, this is the right app to do it. Just, you can either, whichever phone you have, you can either, you can download it on either Google Play or the one for iPhone. I know I'm messing it up, but it is what it is. You can do it for either one and just type in Anchor and it'll come up. Now, I meant, first of all, happy Tuesday. Um, I meant to do a podcast last week about the whole Kobe Bryant scenario. Kobe Bryant scenario and basically like, I guess give a message to anyone who wants to hear it. Um I know I'm about like maybe a week, two weeks late, but excuse me. Still talk about it. Um for those who know, Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter incident. I think it was two Sundays ago, two weeks ago. And yeah, like two weeks ago. Um, in California, he was on his way to a, I think it was his training camp or camp for his league, Mamba. I have to do more research. Um, it was him, his daughter, um, two of her teammates, their families, uh, I think one of the other coaches and the pilot. So I think it was like nine people all together if i'm not mistaken um they said that the weather was really like it was shaky like it was bad and i guess you know i think he was advised not to go i think the pilot was advised like not to do it but was told yeah i think he was told not to do it but he did it anyway um i think another reason why he did it because kobe said it's easier to fly than it is to drive it might it may be true to some people like i don't know i guess you get to a certain place like it probably is easier to drive to fly than it is to drive there but i mean i don't know i probably would have waited until like the i guess the weather got better i'm not sure if the weather ever got better but i don't know um my condolences to the Bryant family, to his wife, Vanessa, and to their three children and the rest of the Bryant family, but also to the other seven passengers that were on the helicopter. Um, death is never easy. It's always a tough pill to swallow, especially when it's someone that a lot of people who had idol idolized. I know a lot of people that idolize Kobe Bryant. Um, I know that his daughter Gigi probably could have been the next Kobe Bryant. Um, didn't watch I knew a well, and he had daughters. I just never really knew their names like that. But I knew that one of them was playing basketball. Um Kobe Kobe is one of my favorite basketball players. 
favorite basketball player of all time is Michael Jordan, but I'm not here to talk about Michael Jordan. I'm here to talk about Kobe Bryant. Um, with Kobe, it's a very unfortunate situation because he was doing a lot for the community. Like, he was helping out his daughter's team, and of course, like, he did a lot for the black community, and, you know, he was a great figure he was a great entity he was a great icon in the national basketball association um and he is a person that will greatly be missed uh he was only 41 for some odd reason i thought he was older than that but he was still very young like he was literally in his early 40s um I know on social media, I think some people said that it was karma to him because of, I think, something about a rape allegation or something like that that happened years ago. Truth be told, I never really believed the allegations. Yes, I've heard about them, but I think when it comes to rumors and stuff like that, if you don't really have, like, that much evidence, then what is there to believe? And I feel like I need to put that in my own life. <laughs> like, if it's, not, if it's not that much evidence to go off of, then, you know, then it's just not... Excuse me. Then, what do you have to believe? So, um, he was just... Overall, I think he was just a great person. Like... was never really much of a Lakers fan but I liked Kobe like him and Shaq they were like probably one of the great duos of basketball of all time and I've always respected how they work together like yeah they were friends on the outside of the NBA but when they were on the court together like they were they were pretty savage like they was about that <laughs> and I know it hurt a lot of people I know it definitely hurt Shaq because they were on the team together for years and you know they were really close I know it hurt Derek Fisher LeBron James Kyrie Irving like I know it hurt a lot of people it hurt the coach real bad I remember that same day I watched the interview and my heart literally goes out to him because when you only play for one team and one team only you build a great relationship. You you build a rapport with that coach or with those players or whoever. Like, you have such a strong relationship that it's like, damn, he really gone. Like, oh, my God. So, and mind you, Kobe passed away the same day of the Super, Super Bowl. Wow. Super Bowl just passed. Royal Rumble in WWE. Um, I wasn't really... I still watched the Royal Rumble, but I still was, like, kind of, like, shit. Like, it's fucking Kobe Bryant. Like, this shit is crazy. Um, I'm not sure if his funeral was today. I think they said something about his funeral was happening soon. I'm not sure. But, um... Kobe Bryant was just an uh, all-around great person. He was also an actor. I know he was on Moesha. Um, 
I know he was on the Proud Family. So, like, he did a lot of things. And I think even after he retired, I think he was... He was definitely going to do more with his life. Um, like... I don't know. Like, we just lost such a great person in Kobe Bryant that it can never be replaced. Like, not at all. It, it can never be replaced. Um... What else? Yes, yeah, so basically he played from 1996 to 2016. So that was about... He was in the league for 20 years. That sounds about right. Um, And that's a long time to be playing, too. And like I said, he was with that one team. Granted, he was led by the Charlotte Hornets, but he, you know, was with. Then they traded him to the Lakers, so and he been, you know, he he been doing good. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it was just I feel like with Kobe, it also made me realize, like, okay. Now I'm about to give some real stuff. So, a couple of weeks ago, I had got into it with one of my former friends. We're cool now. We're cordial. Um, I think we could be friends again, but we have to work on it. Um... We got into a little dispute about something dumb. And I just kept thinking about it. I'm like, me and this dude going to have to talk. Like, something's going to have to give. Because I don't want to keep avoiding him. I know he doesn't want to keep avoiding me. Like, something got to give. And I, this was strange. So, Sunday morning... Um, I was on, I was going to go, well, I went to church. My uncle and I went to church. Uh, there was something on SportsCenter about who was better, LeBron and Kobe, LeBron or Kobe. I think the headline was LeBron James is better than Kobe Bryant. My opinion on that is simple. I said Kobe is better than LeBron. I don't care who wants to argue with me about it. I may not be the biggest basketball fan ever. I may not be the biggest basketball statistics, you know, expert ever. But two different eras, two different, you know, players. In his particular era, Kobe is better. LeBron is better in his era. You can't really... You can put them together when they, I guess, do play or whatever, if they ever played each other. But in my opinion, Kobe is better than LeBron. And they said it, and I had a, me and my uncle had a little conversation, a small discussion. I'm like, no, Kobe is better. Like, I don't care what nobody has to say. Like, you can't tell me otherwise. I may be gay, 
but I know my sports. <laughs> um, so yeah, I said Kobe was better, and we left it at that. My uncle left out first to go to church, and then I left out after. And then a couple of hours later, come back home. I'm on my phone. I goes on Instagram. And I see that it says Kobe Bryant is dead. I said, okay, now y'all playing with me. And then I go on Google, because Google finds everything. I goes on Google, and um, it was true. I'm like, oh, my God. Plane crash. Of course, a couple of hours later, they, you know, give the rest of the facts, the details of who else was in the crash and what was happening and stuff like that. Um, I was just like, damn. And then I, like, I was just like, I felt bad. Like, I felt bad for his wife. I felt bad for his kids. I felt bad for the rest of the passengers. Because, of course, it wasn't just Kobe. It wasn't just his daughter. Like, it was seven other people on that helicopter. So... I just felt bad for everyone. And of course, a lot of people were like, well, only care about Kobe. I don't care about nobody else. No, you should care about everyone that was on that plane. Because what if it was someone that you were related to? And I had to think about it like that. I'm like, it wasn't just Kobe. It wasn't just his daughter. Like, it was other people on there. They may not have been known like Kobe and his daughter, but they are still human beings. So at the end end of the day, my hearts went out to all of their families. And that same day, I was going down to the uh, library station. For those who don't know, I live in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, And I don't drive, so I catch the bus to any and everywhere. Um, Went to go uh, put money on my charm card bus card whatever and you know I was walking with someone that I knew from work and then I came got what I needed to get I saw someone that I was really close with I told the guy I said I was gonna walk home (laughs) I was gonna be like you know what I'm not gonna say nothing to the yo I'm just gonna walk home and then I was like you know what life is too short you have to remember what happened today Say something to keep it truck, keep it moving. So I went over across the street, spoke to him. We pretty much talked for about about an hour, two hours, because it was a lot that we needed to get off our chest to each other. Um, I'm not gonna go into full details, but. We hurt each other. No, there was no sexual relationship. He's not gay, but he supports the gay community. Um, And we, like, it was just a lot that we needed to unpack to each other. Because I said, like, I told him, I'm like, if I didn't talk to you outside of work, then we were never going to talk. There was not going to be a, we were not going to talk because you were going to avoid me as much as you could. 
and we have to stop avoiding each other. We see each other at work all the time. If we see each other outside of work, it's outside of work. But as far as work, like, it's, like, come on. I'm not going to continue to avoid someone that I was friends with for eight years. Seven, eight years. Like, we're not going to do that. So, I'm like, all right, we need to talk. And we done unpacked everything (laughs) on that bus. And even when we got to his house. No, I didn't go in the house. But we had unpacked everything that happened because it was important for us as men to just talk. I know I have a problem with my anger. And I'm working on it. When I get angry... I get real aggressive, and I'm ready to fight. It's been like that since I was a kid. Um, I have to learn that not everything is so serious, and I don't need to fight everyone to prove a point. I feel like the reason why I get the way I do is to prove a point. And I think with Kobe's death, it showed me, like, look, life is too short to argue over Every single thing, every single detail, every thing impossible is not worth it. Like, God forbid, if something happened to me today or if something happened to that young man or if something happened to any of my other friends or people that I'm not friends with, I would feel some type of way. Because either way, it's still something there. Like... You can't erase friendship. You can, but you can't. Um, you can't really erase history like that. Like once the hist- once it happened, it's history. You can't redo it. You can't go back in time. Like once it's done, it's done. And I told him, I'm like, look, we don't have to be friends. That's not what I'm asking for. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I do think that we should be cordial with each other because we work in a place where everybody is nosy. Everybody and mother is nosy. And we also have a group of friends outside of work that are like, look, we can't really keep getting in between you two and everything that's going on and Nobody wants to choose sides. Because at first, I felt like everybody was against me. But as my friend was telling me, like, nobody is against you. Nobody is against him. It's just, we want this madness to end. And I'm like, yeah. And he said, like, we're arguing over someone who's not even important to either one of our lives. We're arguing over somebody that neither one of us is... In a relationship with, I'm gay, so I don't really care for women. And he was turned off by her. So, (laughs) Um, it is what it is with that. Um, So, I was like, you know what? And I told him, I said, look, I think we should be cordial because of our friends. And also because of us. He was like, okay. He didn't want to do it at first. He was like, I'm not cordial with someone I'm not cool with. 
I'm like, that's on you. If you want to continue to be uncomfortable around someone, yes, I've done wrong. Yes, I've threatened you. I said things to you that I should have said. I put my hands on you a couple of times. Like, I am wrong for that. And I deeply apologize for it. Will I do it again? No. It's not worth it. Because now I'm kind of at the point where it's like, all right, if I do it again, I'm done this time. There is no turning back. You gave me chance after chance. I gave you chance after chance for what you've done. We've done things to each other. We said things to each other. But we still loved each other at the same time as friends and as brothers. And I was like, I can go somewhere with you and not be uncomfortable. The reason why you're so uncomfortable is because you're still thinking about it. Me, if I say I'm not uncomfortable, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm not going to continue to put myself in a situation where I am uncomfortable. So if I feel as though that, all right, Maurice, you need to take yourself out, then take yourself out. And that's what I was doing. It's taking myself out. And also, to the young lady, I swallowed my pride and I did send her a message. That's another thing with Kobe. Do it now before it's too late. That's why I apologize to the young man. That's why I sent the message to the young lady. I apologize to her sister. I was literally at a point where I was just like, all right, I got to be better for me. And in order for me to be better, I need to grow a pair and just do what I have to do. So if that means that I have to apologize to whoever, then it is what it is. But at least I know I did my part. And I did just that. I did my part. And then he was like, you know what? I owe it to you to be cordial. And I owe it to our friends. And I also owe it to myself to be cordial. So, no, we're not friends. We are cordial. And I said, that's fine. I can live with that. I'm fine with us being cordial. Because at the end of the day, life is entirely too short to fuss with someone over something very small and very minute. It is not worth losing a friend over or friends over. You just have to just admit where you were wrong and move on. Even if we won't be friends ever again. Just know within yourself that you did the right thing. Like, at that moment, did I, I kind of wanted to punch him, but I was just like, control yourself, control your anger, control yourself. <laughs> and I think I did the best I could. Like, yeah, I'm zipping my jacket, but I do that a lot. I roll my sleeves up. I do that a lot. Not even to get into a fight. That's just, excuse me, that's just a habit that I have. But all in all, what I'm trying to say is whoever you are beefing with, whether it's a 
small beef or a huge beef. Nip that shit in the bud before something happens. Because you never know when it's your last day. I don't know if anyone is religious or not or spiritual, but God can call you home at any time. There is no final notice or anything like that. He can warn you. But at the same time, there is like, all right, three strikes are out. Like, if he wants you home, he wants you home. And that's pretty much what I took it from that. Like, again, what happened with Kobe and everyone else is very traumatic. And it taught me a huge lesson. Like, yeah, like... Life is entirely too short to be beefing over dumb stuff. And that's what I got from it. Now, if anyone wants to talk about anything or hear anything, let me know. Hit me up on any social media platform. Um, I might do another one this week. Uh, I'm not too sure what the topic will be, but I'll probably figure something out. You know me, I always figure something out but like i said the important lesson of this podcast of this particular um show is nipping in the bud before it gets too late because you don't want to regret it you want to make sure that you had everything in order you want to make sure that whatever differences you had you just put it out on the table and be like look i am sorry for what i've done and i just want us to move forward Because if you don't do that, you are definitely going to feel some type of way towards yourself. And that's all I have for today. I hope you all have a great day. Um, Yeah. Like I said, there is a possibility I might have another episode this week. So tune in. And yeah, see you guys soon. See you later.